Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Man, I could listen to that song the whole way through. What a beauty. 1987 it came out. Holy cow. Well, I have been watching every move that they've been making. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. An off day for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens also, after their victory last night in Calgary, um, having a very limited uh, optional over at uh, Rogers Place. The Oilers and the Canadians tomorrow. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by World of Spas. And that was... Blue Rodeo, Jim Cuddy. He's got to be, oh, he's got to be in his mid sixties now, maybe 66, 67 years of age. Um, aching after a long day with World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Brendan Escott, how you doing? It's good seeing you. Well, I, I mean, we see each other at the games, but not in so much not in the here, exactly. not here in the six thirty Chad studios. So, always like trying coming in. Here's what we're gonna do: uh, we're gonna recap the game last night. Obviously, if you're an Oiler partisan, it didn't exactly go the way you were hoping. I think that's a given. I think we know that. Uh, you know, I know there's some people that talked about a scheduling loss, and if you looked at the schedule at the start of the year and seven games in thirteen days, and you know, New York, and then back to Edmonton for a game, and then uh, back-to-back Chicago and Minnesota. Um, I might assert to you that a lot of things needed to happen for Edmonton to win the game last night. They didn't happen. We'll get to all that coming up in the first half hour of the show. One of the most popular guests uh, we have, courtesy of Abe's Door Service, um, from NHL Hockey on Rogers, Elliot Friedman will join us today at 1235 uh, we're going to do some listener calls and texts. We are actually still working on a potential guest um, coming in the 1 to 130 block, but certainly an opportunity for you to chime in on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Ring in the new year of Trooper, December 30th and Big Sugar and December 31st. Tickets and more information at rivercreeresort.com. And... Uh, you can also reach us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan at Brendan Escott. I'm just getting a couple texts here. Uh, did something come down the pipe in the last four or five minutes? I don't know. Maybe maybe we're about to see. Uh, I don't know. Well, um, anyhow. We'll continue to uh, follow us. Uh, you can text us again, 780-496-0063. Really? 
<laughs> wow, I did not know that. Well, wow, that's quite the story. Thank you, Mitch, for passing along that note to me. Uh, so we got Elliot today. We've got you on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline, the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Again, get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, uh, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. The Edmonton Oil Kings host, so we got, a, we got an awesome weekend. Brandon, I'm pulling off the trifecta. You want to know what I got going on this weekend? This this is fatherhood at its absolute finest. Do you want to hear what it's shaking? <laughs> What's up? All right. So back in town and have been on the road for, let's see, 13, 13 of the last 16 days. Uh, heading off to a West End establishment for a pregame meal tonight. And then I'm uh, heading in to uh, go watch the Alberta Golden Bears and Grant McEwen tonight at uh, the downtown community arena at 7 o'clock. Tomorrow, of course, beauty, got the game between the Oilers and the Montreal Canadiens. It's going to be awesome. The Canadiens, an exciting young team. And then on Sunday, Connor Bedard is in town. This guy is, well, he's on like a, I don't know, 2,430-game point streak or something like that with the Red Deer or with the uh, Regina Pats. Fantastic junior player. They don't have the deepest team. He's having a wonderful year. He's over a 20-game point streak. He is in Prince George tonight. But, uh, in fact, I'm pretty sure that song, Try, I heard it, The Overdrive, in Prince George back in about 1990 or 1991, usually around 130 to 145. One thing about Prince George, you never wanted to be in a bar at Prince George beyond closing time. That was never a good place to be a bar. In, a, in, a, in fact, that's the lesson that I'm going to give you young guns out there as you uh, grow into maturity, and it's probably going to take you another 10 to 15 years beyond living your life to the fullest when you're in your late teens or in early 20s. If you're of that vintage, and every guy knows what I'm talking about right now, 40-plus, some lessons in life. The rule of one, right? One wife, not a wife and a girlfriend. Uh, one car, not a car for all your buddies. One house, uh, one drink at the bar, no more than one, and leave at one o'clock. There, that's the rule of one. I, I, I extended from the uh, well, well-known documentary ESPN broke uh, on. Uh, I believe it was Herman Edwards that was doing the uh, the speech. Uh, anyhow, I digress. Uh, yeah. Bottom line here, we got we got the Canadians in town tomorrow to take on the Edmonton Oilers. Five p.m. puck drop. Montreal's got a wonderful young team with a lot of talent. Uh, Cole Caulfield on the line with Nick Suzuki and Kirby Doc playing right wing. Slavkovsky scored last night uh, for the uh, Canadians in their victory against the Calgary Flames. They stole that game. And then we're going to see Connor Bedard, the consensus number one pick for the uh, Regina Pats, in town to take on the Edmonton Oil Kings 4 o'clock tickets at oilkings.ca to tell us about that. And he is back in the Oilers organization, just a great guy, Kevin Radomski, business director and alternate governor of uh, the Oil Kings. They just named him that, that position. He uh, had been working on the World Juniors the last couple of years, really pleased that he's uh, re-engaged with the Oilers organization, one of my favorite guys that we've had because he, he works. I like guys that work. You know, I like guys that enjoy work. It's a privilege to work in sports. I mean, there's people out there listening to the show right now that do real work. You know, like maybe they're on like a shoveling crew or they're sitting there running a grader and it's minus 26 and they're freezing there. You know what? Like that's that's hard work. You know, when I planted trees, that was hard work. Guys working up in the oil patch, that's hard work. Sports? Sportscaster? Like when I... like. I've never understood guys complaining. Like, it's, yeah, we got home at, like, 2.15, and I drove uh, Louie home last night after uh, we landed. Yeah, so it's, it's it's a privilege to do it, man. It's good. Let's have some fun today. 
Let's have some fun. All right, our top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That is how you build a legacy with the Legacy Heating and Cooling. They'll take care of you, and I can personally vouch for that. Uh, they, they look after their people. Brendan, we got to do it. We got to say it right now. At the start of the year, I mentioned to you, in a perfect world, the three Western Canadian teams would finish 1-2-3 in the Pacific Division. The Edmonton Oilers, of course, coming first, Calgary and, and Vancouver. They all have a similar problem right now. Do you know what that problem is? Goaltending. Wow. <laughs> okay. So Demko gets hurt last night. Many people thought he was a top five goaltender in the league. Suffice to say, many out in Vancouver would not be saying that right now. Is that fair? When you talk to your buddies, because you know you're a BC kid, when you're talking to your buddies, what are they saying about Thatcher Demko? Yeah, you know, there were some people who were not buying into the fact last year that this guy was a Vesna Trophy candidate or what have you. And now you see the save percentage around that 88% level and everybody's uh, that was saying that is, is saying, I told you so. All right. Uh, so that's the situation in Vancouver. They've recalled a, a goaltender on an emergency basis. All right, that's in Vancouver's. They're struggling at home. They're, they don't win a lot of home games. They've got some talent, but they their defense is a little bit suspect as well. Calgary, Calgary's got a good defense. What did Markstrom say the other day? Something that he was crappy or something that he had not had a great start to the year. This is a guy that the Oilers and the Flames got in a bidding war over uh, back in the. I, I guess it was it. Was it 2020? I think it was, yeah, it would have been 2020 because it was during the 2021 bubbles first year. So he, he wasn't great the first year. He was really good last year, except when he plays Edmonton. I mean, the Oilers just torched him in the playoffs. And frankly, it was awesome they just torched him in the playoffs. But that's cut to the chase here. Um, he goes in. They started Dan Vladar in the first game that came in. They, they had their ears pinned back, and they went right after Edmonton and knocked the snot out of the Oilers in that first game in the first period. It was up 4-1 for Calgary out of the gate early. Edmonton worked their way back into the game and had a chance to tie it late. Then the Oilers went down at Calgary, and the Flames kind of were the better team. And Markstrom started and gave the puck away, uh, you know, made a poor read on a play, and boom, Connor McDavid scores from the end line and flips the switch in the game, and Edmonton comes out of there for victory. So you got Markstrom struggling a bit in Calgary. Jack Campbell, what do you have to have, Brendan, on the second of a back-to-back when you're down four of your top nine forwards. you got to have goaltending. you got to have a stop or two. And it just has not happened for Jack. Now, here's the thing. He's new. And right now, 98% of you that are listening to the show that are going to text me on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. I don't care, Stoffer. He's making five million times five years. Stop the damn puck. And I'm a little bit old school in this regard. I didn't like my goaltenders chirping, especially their own teammates which Jack Campbell would never do in the 15 years that I've done color. Uh, I haven't disliked the act. I didn't dislike anybody personally, but dislike the act of any of the Oilers players. But if a goaltender shows up as younger defenseman, now Campbell does not do that. He takes on a tremendous, Cam Talbot didn't do that either, took on a tremendous amount of ownership themselves for the responsibility. But Campbell hasn't come close to giving the goaltending that the Oilers were hoping that they were going to give him. So between Dustin Schwartz and the Oilers coaching staff and Jack Campbell, they got to get this figured out with this guy. And in the meantime, Maybe Skinner gets a couple more starts, like the one tomorrow against the Montreal Canadiens. But at some point here, Jack, I mean, he had a pretty good game in Tampa Bay. I think we can agree on that. But 
this, you know, he played 25 games last year where he was at a 930 save percentage. He hasn't come close to that in Edmonton, and it's undermined him on some nights. And the problem it undermines them is because right now their defense, and their, this is a team defense thing, it ain't good enough. That's all there is to it. They're also playing, like, Darnell Nurse played 26 minutes a game for Jim Playfair and Dave Tippett last year. And the first thing Jay Woodcroft did with Dave Manson was come in and cut his minutes down to 23 minutes. 29 minutes against Chicago. He played a bunch last night against Minnesota. I know they have Broberg up. Play him. Okay? Just play him. they got to get Nurse's minutes down. He is He's not as good at 26, 27 minutes as he is at 23. It's that simple. Accept the situation. So I'll be intrigued to see if we see a deceleration of the minutes for Darnell Nurse. You can text us at 780-496-0063. But all three number one goaltenders in the Pacific Division Canadian teams have not found their form yet. That is fair. Absolutely. Now, Skinner is a bright light for the Oilers. He's been decent. By the way, his save percentage is down to about, I think off the top of my head, it might be 9-12. I think it's 9-11 in his career, maybe 9-14 this season. Here we go. Let's get to the Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear, specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. Cam Moon on the call last night. The Edmonton Oilers have won three straight as they roll into Minnesota and take on the Wild for Nugent Hopkins. To McDavid, left corner, back out, Bouchard to the right, dry settle, scores! Leon dry the one-timer off the right wing. It's a power play goal, and the Oilers are up. Go off the draw, Kaprizov with a shot wide of the net, rebound, scores. Erickson Eck got it off the end boards, put it off the leg of Campbell and in, and this game is tied at one. Now it comes out to Dreisaitl, in over the line with McDavid, to McDavid, scores! Connor McDavid caps off the two-on-one, and Edmonton has a one lead. 19th goal of the season for Connor McDavid, but Zach Hyman threads the needle on about a 60-foot cross-ice pass. Boldy in front of the net, scores. Kaprizov got the pass from Boldy. Here's Goodrow to the side of the net, scores. He shorthand roofed it on the backhand on Campbell. Steele all alone, scores. Sam Steele was sent right up the middle of the ice. And he makes it a 4-2 wild lead. Dumba to the middle of the ice. Will shoot it. Scores. Dumba let it go. There was some traffic. It squeezes by Campbell through the five hole. And it is 5-2 for the wild. Goes to Costin. Scores. Clean Costin. Just lets a wrist shot go from the high slot. Flurry never saw it. And the Oilers, they get one very late, and Minnesota's still leading 5-3. All right, uh, there you have it. The Oilers lose 5-3 in Minnesota last night. Uh... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? 
it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Goodrow made a nice play in the third goal, but Jack will probably tell you he should have had that one. And the fifth one that got through him, like, you know what, threw a goose on the deflection. Brandon, it's just simple. Those pucks have gotten through Jack this year since he's come to Edmonton. Yeah, not just last night, but other games you can point to for sure. Yeah. Uh, Again, you can't give up on him. And because he is so hard on himself, what you can't be is... I mean, as a fan, you can be frustrated and exasperated and use one of the seven words. By the way, we're down to three that George Carlin used to say you couldn't say on TV. We've we've liberalized all that kind of stuff. Uh, But golly gee whiz. Bottom line is, from the Oilers' perspective, they need to reinforce Jack, right? This isn't about the days of breaking down professional athletes and building them up. If you're a coach and you think that's the way to do Things, do me a favor right now. Walk away and get out of coaching because nobody wants to see kids treated in that fashion. We just, it, it, you're not maximized. It doesn't mean you can't have standards and expectations, but you create a positive relationship. And in that scenario, the athlete, you know, they want to they give you more as a result. If you come from a negative perspective, it doesn't work. To uh, Jay Woodcroft's assessment of the game last night. You know, we put ourselves in position to play a good game, and and it was tight. You know, um, found ourselves down, but the team pushed as hard as it could all the way to the very last last few seconds. And uh, unfortunately, we made too many errors, or, and they ended up in the back of our net. Too many errors. Uh, Woodcroft did say he thought the Oilers' effort was there. Uh, what I like is is seeing our players compete and give it everything they have. And, and tonight our guys gave it everything they have, but we just made a few too many uh, small errors that um, ended up in the back of our net. And it was too big of a hill to overcome. Um, so on the whole, if you look at it like a uh, six-game road trip, like you called it, it's three and three. And uh, we're happy to go back home and, and uh, get some rest and, and get ready to take on Montreal because I'm sure it's going to be a good game. Second consecutive game in which the Oilers have given up two goals uh, while shorthanded. They gave up two to Chicago in the third period. They really gave the Hawks a way to get back in the game. And uh, last night, Brendan, the two Minnesota scored both off of basically neutralized faceoffs in the Oilers' zone. Okay, there's two types of goals I cannot stand. I just get ultra... If, if they can sit there and pass the puck on a power play around... Like Barcelona in their heyday in soccer, or like, or like Spain does now, where they make eighty-seven passes and then execute a perfect, like the Oilers did on their goal, where on their power play goal, where McDavid got up to Bouchard, who sort of looked off his shot, slid it across to to dry settle, and he rips one. Okay, that that's a good. I'll I'll take an opposition. To, hey, you, you tip your hat to that. Goals off the rush on his own entry. The Oilers have given up nine goals this year to opposition teams while Edmonton's been shorthanded off the rush on his own entry. Like they gave a goal, goal against Carolina on a 2 on 0 on the zone entry. Okay? And then face off losses within five to seven seconds of losing the face off. I'm like, how? that exasperates me because that's a sign that everybody's got to work together to find a way. And. They got two like that last, and those two goals, 
flipped a switch in the game. Let's face it. Edmonton was hanging in there five on five. They were up in the game. You saw them. Drives me nuts. You gotta have like that is your opportunity to still be marking your man. The faceoff just happened. Why yeah. why were those players in front of your net? Why, exactly. They're, that should not have happened. Like give up the shot from the point, collapse and support around the goal. Like, come on. Here's Jay Woodcroft and giving up two goals while uh, Minnesota was on the power play. Both the goals that went in tonight were off face-offs that had nothing to do with anything other than, um, you know, like a, it was a 50-50 puck that ended up on their tape, and, you know, they were both a uh, little bit different types of goals. So um, those things happen. Um, you know, I think our penalty kill since that Washington game has been much improved. And uh, tonight it was unable to get the result, and that was disappointing. Um, but, you know, uh, it's an area we've got to continue to work to get better. All right. Uh, Connor McDavid had these thoughts on the Oilers' six-game stretch. Again, three games in New York, back for, I'll say, 60 hours to play the Florida Panthers back on the road for two and two. Uh, here's Connor. Yeah, the schedule hasn't been been kind to us uh, the last little while, but um, you know, every team goes through it. You know, it's, uh, it's a tough league, lots of travel, uh, especially when you know you play up in Edmonton. So, um, you know, lots of travel. That uh, glad uh, is over. We get a little bit of a homestand now, and we got to find a way to uh, to string some together at home. All right, there you go. 1226 in Edmonton. Off to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Drew Shamhorn and the staff at Elite Edmonton owned and operated. Your local branded merchandise specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Three games in the league tonight. Ottawa visits the Rangers. The Islanders are hosting Nashville. And Winnipeg entertains Patrick Laine and the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Oilers welcoming Montreal to Rogers Place tomorrow on 6.30. Chad, tune into the face-off show starting at 3.30. Listen for the Metallica montage. You can win your way in to that two-night show at Commonwealth in August of 2024. Five o'clock puck drop between the Oilers and Habs. Deadline passed yesterday for the lone remaining restricted free agent to sign. We did talk about it. Alex Formanton will now need mm. to play overseas if he's going to play at all this season. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we'll have to watch and monitor that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Wings forward Tyler Bertuzzi will miss six weeks now following hand surgery. Bakersfield are home to Ontario. The Oil Kings, as you mentioned, Bob, they get Connor Bedard in the Regina Pats. Sunday afternoon, it's a 4 p.m. game, and the Golden Bears and McEwen University Griffins facing off. They got a home-and-home home tonight. Starts at the D.C. Right, uh, twelve twenty-eight. We're going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, Elliot Friedman for Abe's Door Service. When we return on Oilers now.